How's it going, guys? And welcome back to the Put Me On podcast. Finals are upon us, and for the college students listening in, and at least for me this week, this was the quiet before the storm, as I'm going to do all of my exams at the very last minute. It's a similar story for the music releases this week. It was quiet. Not too many major releases came out, definitely not too many albums, which is why I am forced to lead off with Nav as we dive into this week's new music. I've never listened to Nav's music before, though I've seen all of the social media clowning that he receives. Earlier this year, he dropped Good Intentions, an album that ultimately was 32 songs once the deluxe was released, and I intended to give it a spin, but I really could just never force myself to. Well, Good Intentions dropped back in May, and because artists can't tour, I guess he decided to just go ahead and double dip with his November 6th release, Emergency Tsunami. It's a cool name, and I couldn't tell you why it's called that, but it also makes for a cool intro and outro on the album. This one's just 14 songs, it's just over 30 minutes, and while the first real song on the album, Friends and Family, is genuinely good, I immediately understood the hate Nav receives once I heard his voice. He sounds like every suburban white kid that starts a SoundCloud, talks about their struggle, and constantly checks other rappers' G-cards. There's just too much privilege in his voice even though he isn't a white guy. His music sounds less like he's an artist and more like he's doing his best imitation of his favorite songs. Wheezy, who carried the production for every song on the album, is really the standout artist here. Nav essentially just stays out of the way of the beat, but you're never going to hear a bar and think, damn. There isn't a quote from it that immediately comes to mind even as I'm thinking through all the songs from the album. His presence on the beat isn't that commanding, but again, it also doesn't actively work against it either. Case in point, a song that comes about halfway through the album, Don't Need Friends. There's a great beat, Nav leads off, but I was never more excited throughout the entire duration of the album than when Lil Baby's feature on this song started. There's just something in Nav's tone that's lacking, which is immediately evident when you hear the features on this project. All in all, Emergency Tsunami is listenable. The standouts were the aforementioned songs Friends and Family, Don't Need Friends, and also Modest, which comes near the end. If you like melodic pop rap, this is right up your alley. Now for a couple of singles. First off, R&B artist Masiga released Mystery Lady, which featured Don Tolliver, and that comes ahead of his EP releasing this weekend. I'm a big Masigo guy, uh, less so for Don Tolliver, but in thinking about it, I'm surprised the two haven't worked together before. Their styles are pretty similar, neither is a force vocally. Their music, though, is about creating a vibe. And that's exactly what they do here as they talk about the hypothetical women of their dreams. The chorus is addictive, which is likely why they chose to release this to create buzz for the EP. If the rest of Study Abroad is as good as this song, my only complaint about it might just be that it's only an EP. Staying with African R&B acts, though, Oma Lay released Damn, which featured Six Lack, whose name should be pronounced Black, but it's styled Six Lack 
So that's what I call him. Six Slack is incapable of putting out a project that I can gravitate to, but man, will he find another artist making great music and hop on their song. I originally thought that this was a song that he was actually featured on just off the bat, but in going to Lay's Spotify profile, this is also a feature. <laughs> I can't tell why it's always rubbed me wrong um, that he's always remixing other people's songs. Maybe it's his inability to get popping on his own, but at the same time, I have to appreciate his ear. The songs that he gets on are always good, and his features also never detract away from the record. That's the case here, and because I found this artist, admittedly through Sixlack, I'm really excited to go through his records and see what he's all about. Going away from R&B though, and more towards Drill, Memphis rapper Pooh Shiesty and Chicago rapper Lil Durk collabed on Back in Blood. Now, this is a solid song carried by Durk's feature, but one lyric in particular stands out in hindsight. He mentions V-Roy, uh, which refers to King Vaughn, who we talked about last week as a close associate of Dirk's and a signee to his Only the Family label, and he released his first album, Welcome to Block. We discussed that. A week after that album's release, Vaughn was killed. He was fighting with another rapper after a party. That rapper's friend shot and killed him. Vaughn was 26, and he is survived by two children. I typically stay away from talking about the street background of rappers that I cover, especially in terms of glorifying those things, and this is why. It's weird listening to Vaughn's music now, and also Pop Smoke's music, even Nipsey Hussle's music at times, considering the way that they passed and the subject matter of their songs, but I also subscribe to the belief that you died two deaths. The second being when you're ultimately forgotten. And if their families can continue to eat off of their catalogs in some meaningful way because of the continued streams, then I guess listening to them is at least not without any merit. At any rate, I mentioned last week that Vaughn was one of my favorite up-and-coming rappers and that I hadn't talked much about him, so I thought I would quickly go over the two mixtapes that I said he released over the past couple years for anyone who's interested in giving his music a listen now that he's passed. So first up, LeVon James, which came out earlier this year, it really showed off Vaughn's storytelling. Wasn't Vaughn's best project, but I enjoyed it. Songs like Took Her to the O, 2AM, and 3AM are really what sets Vaughn apart from other drill rappers. I love 3AM in particular. It's about Vaughn uh, attempting a robbery before finding out that his victims are his sister, and a guy that she's currently seeing. Vaughn's storytelling roots started, though, with Crazy Story, which was on his 2019 mixtape, Grandson Volume 1. Grandson Volume 1 being my favorite project from Vaughn and the one that really put him on the map. Crazy Story was Vaughn at his rawest, and especially when you're going back through his catalog, you can see the rawness in both the mix of that album and just his delivery and inflection. And Crazy Story was really the first song of his that blew up, which led to two more Crazy Stories being made. Grandson also showed off his versatility, though. He got into a bit of an R&B bag with Fuck Yo Man. Uh, the chorus in part was, See, I'm a killer, 
but I got feelings. I catch you with them. I just might kill him. I never said it was true R&B, <laughs> just closer to that territory. But seriously, I mean, the song is about him kind of catching feelings, being vulnerable about how he feels about a girl. And that in conjunction with the storytelling on something like Crazy Story and the drill records I'll talk about later on really just cemented him as a true artist instead of just a rapper to be overlooked. As versatile as he was, though, Vaughn was at his best when Vaughn was doing drill. And War With Us, off of Grandson, is my favorite song of his and is definitely his best chorus. I remember first listening to it and, and hearing the chorus where he says, How you going over to God, a beast? You don't need guns, you need heart, you're weak. And there's no bluster there. Okay, maybe there's a little bluster, but who's going to call him on that? It's a record where whenever you want to feel like you're on top of the world, you can put that on. And you can immediately match the energy that he's feeling. I'll end on one more song to kind of wrap things up. What It's Like off of Grandson Volume 1. He's at his most introspective there. And it's a window into his mindset and also a window into just the effects of mass incarceration. Vaughn compares being jailed to speeding down a hill without any brakes. He talks about not being able to be there for your kids and how that can lead to just the circle continuing and your kids ending up like you because you weren't there to be a father figure for them. Again, that hits differently now that he's been taken from his children. It's troubling when a rapper dies, and we've had a lot of that happening recently, but it's even worse for people like him and people like Pop Smoke where it seemed like they had finally escaped a bad situation, and they were finally in a situation where they were getting legal money and really setting themselves up for the future only to be taken by gun violence that's another person's son another person's significant other another person's father and every one of those taken from us is one too many that's all i've got for y'all today thank you for listening this one was a bit somber but also necessary i've been your host Jalen Harrington, and this was episode 7 of the Put Me On podcast. As always, wash your hands, wear your mask, stay safe, and I'll talk to y'all next week.